is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? Oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank that. you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio, with thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender, here's Todd Burgess. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast uh, once again today. Normally on these Mondays, Greg Snow uh, joining us, uh, often in studio as he is uh, here today, sometimes on the telephone as well. But normally this time of year, we're talking about a Vikings game from Sunday, but it's Monday night football uh, for the Vikings this week against the Chicago Bears. So are the Vikings the team that started 0-3 or the one that has won five out of their last six? Which yes. Do you, which do you think it is? Yes. Yeah. Todd, it's hard to tell, isn't it? <laughs> that's a really good question yeah. because I don't have a great answer for either one. Yeah. Uh, you feel like this is uh, one of those games that we should win handily. Yeah. Uh, at home, a uh, depleted Bears team, doesn't matter who they play at quarterback. Uh, in our, for most of us, we don't we don't care. Um, but also, <laughs> you could see them walking out with a back-to-reality Dobbs game. Yeah. The guy who was with seven teams, eight teams, nine teams. I can't even keep it's track. A lot. I've heard so many different reports it's on a it. Lot. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Could show up and be that guy. Yeah. So I I guess, Todd, I would lean towards the, with the makeup of the roster and the way Flores is playing, I would say that we are the better of the two. Yeah. Probably not the 0-3 team. Right. Um, did it take Flores some time maybe to get the defense to do what he wants them to do? Possibly. Uh, did it maybe make time for him to adjust to the players? Possibly. Yeah. I mean, there's all these things that kind of lead into how did we get here and how does he one of the best defensive coordinators in football right now? Right. I mean, I don't think anybody really argues that. He was um, previously, and then he got a head coaching job, and then he didn't get along with his quarterback to a tag of Iowa, yeah. maybe because he's a defensive-minded head coach, so that cost him his job. Which and, you and I have been very adamant about. Yeah. Defensive head coaches very rarely work. Yeah. You know, as head coaches. Or seems to. That's right. Outside of Bill Belichick, who was defensive-minded. But yeah. but he goes back to another era. Right. Uh, I think you look at head coaching vacancies today. If you go defensive-minded, how's that working out for you? Yeah, Tom, How's it going in San Diego? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's the perfect example yeah. of, ooh. That's but our Tom Minnesota Lee, guy, too, unfortunately. Yeah. I pull for him, but... But, you know, he's not doing the job. No. And, and so we, we've we kind of, when Kevin O'Connell was hired, Todd and I were, and a lot of people were like, yes, offensive-minded. Yeah. you got to yeah. un- unleash Cousins. you got to un- unpack him, whatever yeah. you have to do, whatever the words are. Yeah. Well, now you got you got a defensive coordinator that can just focus on defensive coordinating. Yeah. And Kevin can focus on his stuff yeah. and not have to worry about, hey, what's right. happening over there in the defense? Yeah, he's in charge of everything, right? Yeah. But it's so nice when you can leave your number two and say, hey, Handle your business. Yeah. I'll figure and he out does. the timeouts. Yeah. He does. Yep. Right? They yep. handle their business. And yep. and I don't know, I don't have all the position coaches broken down how far it goes, but I think, Todd, that the the defensive backfield is playing as well as I've seen in a long time. Despite some injuries. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we, we used to have some talent out there at the and we drafted a lot of guys um, you know, early rounds to play defensive back, cornerback, safety, whatever you want to call it. But I think they're maybe the best position group. Now, what would you argue? That maybe the defensive line? Well, it's 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 close. I've been really pleasantly surprised with how well the secondary has played. Yeah. Uh and then and then on the list too of guys starting to play better than they have in their careers is CJ Wanham. Uh you know, I don't know if that is that not his first DJ. DJ Wanham. You're close. Uh I I he's what he has half a dozen sacks. He's played pretty well against the run. So that's the defensive line. Uh, end of it there, but and you know Phillips has been pretty I solid. I was just going to say Phillips as a defensive tackle too. So, but in the secondary, uh, well, and then you look at the linebackers. 
uh, what a find that Ivan Pace was, right? Yeah. They, a five ten, two hundred thirty pound undrafted rookie for agent linebacker, and he's wearing the green dot. Do you remember week one, Todd, when we called for him to be cut? I did. <laughs> uh, absolutely. We, don't you don't have to take we, that whole bullet. We did. We did. I'll take some bullet there too. He bailed on a tackle. Bailed against business decision. Baker Mayfield. He didn't want to be fined for hitting the quarterback. Well, he's not making much money. No. So we kind of get that's that. Right. You can see some of these fines coming in, but that's right. We, you and I, were calling, and you're right. He's green dot yeah. now that Hicks yes. is out. Yes. And I didn't see that the opening week. That's for sure. <laughs> no, but I but saw he, an undrafted. But he has played free well. Agent that yeah. needs to be Get gone. him out. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Um, he was listed as like one of the top fifteen rookies so far this year. Really? Yeah, nice. that, I saw something that was like, whoa, yeah, yeah impressive. I can see it, no doubt. So it should be Vikings, I would think. Uh, tonight, um, you know, a lot of people calling for Chandler to get more carries over Madison. Right when I thought Madison has kind of started to figure it out recently, though, so it'll be interesting to see the um, you know the workload for those two backs tonight. Yeah, that's too. a big one, Todd. I yeah. think that sticks in a lot of people's head because you can easily see the explosiveness of Chandler. Yeah. Uh, but Madison is a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, they are talking about his blocking ability. I mentioned that last week. I think you kind of followed up on yeah. that. That there's something there. That yeah. fumble just sticks in your head, though, right? It does, and it's not um, the only one. He's fumbled it several times this year. That's probably a W without that fumble. Possible. I mean, I, I don't know, right? We don't it's know possible. how it ends out, but that's how your mind plays. You're like, yeah. man, that's a win. Turnovers are not good. If you don't turn good. that ball over, yeah. you know, and all of a sudden the Vikings are in an entirely different position. Yeah. Now all of a sudden we're talking about beating Detroit for the NFC North. And maybe win the division. And maybe win the division. Yeah. Maybe get a home playoff game. Wouldn't that be fun? That's, We've only had one in the last however many yeah. years. It's probably out so now. It's out, Yeah, I, I think. I mean, yeah. Detroit's got New Orleans next week. New Orleans yeah. looks like... I. Don't get me started on that. That's yeah. other stuff. I I, yeah. I I get sidetracked. But yeah, it looks like Detroit's probably got this wrapped up now, and that loss to Denver um, was big. Yes, so it they was. have to take care of business tonight because now all of a sudden you slip below the Mason Dixon line for percentages if you lose this game. Your Are, chances of making the playoffs. Now you referenced right at the top. Uh, unless Josh Dobbs starts to play like the Josh Dobbs that's been traded or cut uh, a number of times. Kevin Stefanski, known to be a Pretty good offensive-minded uh, uh, head coach there in Cleveland. Traded him twice yeah. and kept this rookie that they played yesterday uh, that goes by initials, Thompson Robinson, because <laughs> he has such a long name. DTR. Kept him over Josh Dobbs at mm-hmm. the start of the year as the backup. Uh, so, you know, he can evaluate talent. The big thing with Dobbs, it's two things. It's lack of ball security in the pocket. The Vikings have already seen that. He's fumbled the ball four times in three games. And lack of arm strength down the field and accuracy with the ball down the field. So, you know, I was looking up some NFL next-gen stats to see how I could find that out. And while I didn't see miles per hour on throws or anything, what they do have is average air yards per attempt and per completion. And his maximum, his longest air yard completion, third from the bottom of 35-ranked quarterbacks in the NFL. Third from the bottom in his longest completion in the air. Average air yards per completion, fifth from the bottom of 35 quarterbacks ranked uh, uh, that have played enough stats. So it points out he doesn't have a big arm. So then he's got to be good with the football, and that can be fixed. You watch him, he has such a beautiful release of the ball. It's a very nice tight spiral. He's got that great finger flick at the end. And the only way you achieve that is to have a relaxed hand on the ball. If you're tight and there's tension, the ball's going to wobble coming out. Uh, I think that it's hard to go from gripping the ball tight in the pocket 
to a soft release so that it spirals. It's hard for some guys to do that. So I think he always has a soft touch on the ball, and that causes some turnover issues when he's in the pocket. Well, Kirk had the fumble issues. Yeah. He was kind of fixed those a little bit. You know, yeah. he's figured out how to maybe do the the do combo, like you said. Yep. Um, I, I agree, Todd. That made, made my mind go to, huh, I wonder why Jefferson's still sitting out. I don't want to be that guy. Right. As we saw, Justin had to deactivate some social media because you idiots out there couldn't yeah. figure out. And when I say you idiots, sometimes I Have you ever DM'd no. direct message? No, I, I will haven't never. Either. I would never. It's sports. I haven't either. It's I mean, ridiculous. I get as mad as I get, I just can't believe. And first yeah. of all, Justin Jefferson, I love you to death, but come on. Yeah. Who cares what yeah. people say about you? You do what's best for you, Justin. Yeah. I yeah. mean, goodness, we'll figure it out. We'll be fine. Yeah. I don't care if he plays tonight or not. It sounds like he's not going to play. I'm fine it with that. It doesn't matter to it's me. The it's the Bears. They should be able Bears. to beat him. And they won five in a row without him. So Exactly. We're, and again, what you referenced, if we can't push the ball down the field anyways, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. It's going to be a Hawkinson game. Yep. It's going to be maybe an Addison underneath. Powell seems to be getting some touches and some catches. Oliver was awesome last week. So it's a tight end game for Dobbs. Um, that's the other reason why I'd like to see Chandler play more. I think he's got better hands than Madison. Madison's has proven to have some stone hands occasionally, although he did catch a had a receiving touchdown. I can't remember when that was, but it just looks that way that his hands look softer and can catch the ball better. So that's a really good point, Todd, that if you can't air the ball down the field and can't drive it with some distance, which has always been a complaint of past Viking quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to sustain long drives without those turnovers. Too. Yeah, that's what defenses will tell you. Of we'll just wear you out with the. Tri- I mean, you might have these long drives, but then you hear the commentary say, "Oh, thirteen play, eight up, nine minutes on the clock." Yeah, and I'm like, "But which way do you want it?" Yeah, and when you have a Dobbs who can fumble or an Addison that fumbles, I don't want those thirteen play drives. I just think that you you maybe need to score more. So mistakes I, happen. You got to have yes. the chunk plays. You've got to have explosive plays. And to some degree, right? Yeah, yeah. You have to make the defense play a little honestly at some yep, point. Yep. And 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 all that being said, I'm I'm still not saying that Dobbs is not the quarterback uh, just yet. I want to see more. Uh, he might have the right. He might have finally found the right coach uh, in O'Connell who can display his strengths and minimize his weaknesses better than any other coach he's previously had. Uh, that's certainly possible. One thing also that we know is that he's very good with his legs. And the yes. teams that have quarterbacks that can run are far more dangerous in the red zone in particular than teams that have quarterbacks who can't run. Uh, you are not in the least worried about Kirk Cousins on fourth and goal at the seven-yard line. Right. You're, you're not worried about it. You have to worry about Josh Dobbs in that situation. So the Bills-Eagles games, Tony Romo said something very interesting. They're the number one and number two team on third down conversions. Yeah. And he goes, you know what? I why I think? Because both quarterbacks can run and get you a first down. Yeah. So they are apt to go get one if they need to go get one. Yeah. I mean, you saw it with Lamar Jackson on the, you know, on the Sunday night game of same thing, of big third down and three, and he's, he's eating up in the pocket. It's over. Nope. He snuck out of there, and he gets yeah. a key first down, deflating for the defense. Yeah. Now, injuries can happen, right, yeah. when they get outside the pocket typically. Yeah. But you're right about Dobbs. That is a great attribute that we have not had as Vikings fans. For a long well, time. Since 2000, since Case Keenum. Yeah. He did that a little bit in that year. That and we he wasn't Josh Dobbs-like. No. 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 He was <laughs> more mobile, <laughs> more mobile, but not exactly a running quarterback. No, not at all. But yeah. he was sneaky. Yeah. I, I don't even know how to describe it. He was just... 
Elusive, yeah. maybe is a better word. And yeah. he had a banner year. Which is Dobbs, He was the too. same thing. Yeah, yep. he had a banner year. It was yep. a, like, this can never be duplicated. Yep. And it wasn't afterwards. So is Dobbs that guy yeah. where maybe O'Connell's un- unleash something or can? I'm with you on this. That's why I haven't been clamoring for Hall in the last few weeks. Yeah. Which you know I was kind of like, let's see how this kid does. Yeah. I yeah. want to see how the rookie does because other teams have told us what Dobbs is. Yeah. But now I'm like, well, wait a minute. Maybe they didn't use maybe him right. Maybe they didn't yeah. do it right. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's the... The Geno Smith deal. Possible. It's possible. That's I'm excited for, sure. for the yeah. for the rest of this season. Yeah. I am. I think that the Vikings have a good chance to get into the playoffs, win a game possibly. Um, who knows? Because you have that at quarterback. Yeah. But you also have the other side. You're going to have the turnovers. Yeah. One last thing on the offensive-minded head coach and, and their upbringing and, and training being on offense. Look at the Houston Texans now. So they have C.J. Stroud, who's the, going to be the runaway winner for Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Might even get MVP consideration. He won't win it. They're not going to win quite enough games. But he has a rookie head coach as well in D'Amico Ryans, who is a defensive-raised guy. So the problem that's going to happen is if the Texans have success, they're going to get rated of their offensive coordinator and bring in another one. And then Stroud has to learn a whole other other defense. Uh, He could get set back multiple times because it sure looks like D'Amico Ryans is going to be an excellent head coach. But that's a good point. If they win games, their offensive coordinator is going to leave uh, and go somewhere else, and and that's going to set C.J. Stroud back. Yeah, good offensive coordinators are going to get plucked. Yep, for yep. sure. I mean, that's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. as they go that direction. Yeah, yeah. very good point. Doc. But your, hey, can your you head even... coach is the play caller, basically the de facto offense coordinator. You don't have to worry about. Can it. you even name a wide receiver for Houston? Uh, well, only <laughs> I don't because even know one. only because I watched the highlights oh, last okay. night. Yeah, Tank Dell, <laughs> okay, uh, rookie receiver I for them. I could have named you yeah. one right now, yeah. and that's pretty amazing. Yeah, right. That they're but everybody knows who CJ Stroud is yeah. and oh, what yeah. he's doing. That's oh, for sure. Yeah. It's good to see rookies doing this stuff. Your Timberwolves are looking awful oh, good. Oh, Winners God. again yesterday against the Memphis Grizzlies. Our Timberwolves. I'm of course a huge fan. You as are. Well. Yeah. So I went to two games last week. Went yeah. to the Knickerbocker game, okay. nice W, and then went to the Kings game. Eh, dang it! So yeah, the Kings game. Of course, uh, I kept looking up. You know, they have those boards up in the top corners. If it, those of you have been to a T Wolves game, that list all the stats of who's the five we're playing, and then the team yeah. stats. Yeah. And I kept looking at that three point percentage. Yeah, and the Kings were at sixty six percent. midway through the third quarter from yeah. three, and they weren't just shooting two or three of them. No, they shot a lot. Now, you could say, well, the defense. Well, last night I saw the Timberwolves against the Grizzlies give up a lot of open-look threes, and they just weren't hitting. They just didn't make it. It's a make-or-miss <laughs> league is it's what they call It's a make-or-miss league, mm-hmm. which is what concerns me about my Timberwolves team right now is that we lack a little bit of outside shooting. Well, uh, We don't have those flamethrowers. Nah is kind of the guard that Edwards obviously can do it, but he's off the dribble. Yeah. Uh, Carl can do it, but they start crowding him. Then he starts doing his hook the arm and drive thing. Yeah. I'm a little concerned about my shooting, Todd. And, and fling passes with these big wind-ups. I don't know what he's doing <laughs> He does with that. do a few of those, but yeah. hey, overall, I, like I said last week, I've eaten crow on Carl. He's had a good year. Jaden being out is painful, but we're yep. still winning ball games with him out. Because the next game, he got hurt in like the first seven plays. Yeah. It was early, so yeah. we won that game without him. Um, then we, you know, we end up winning uh, against... Uh, depleted 76 team boy without Embiid, they're like they're like a the wolves. Team. See, here's the thing: I'm a little concerned that the wolves' record is a little fraudulent. Uh, I know what you're going to say. Zion Williamson yes. didn't play either game. Yes. Joel Embiid didn't play. Correct. Uh, in that game, uh, Memphis didn't have Ja Morant or their, any of their oh top guys outside of Bain uh, without his mask, apparently. <laughs> 
They're uh, down like seven guys, Memphis. Yeah, that yeah. unit is just depleted. So yeah. Marcus Smart, uh, Adams. That's right. Um, Tillman. These are oh, Clark who kills us. Yeah. He ripped up his uh, Achilles again. You're right, Todd. You can go further back than that. Yeah. Denver was the only team that was kind of full strength. But Jamal Murray, something was wrong early. Yeah. Because he's out now. I don't know yeah. if it's hamstring or what it is, but yeah. he was not right in that game. Yeah. And he looked terrible, which he's a Timberwolf killer because yeah. he wanted to play with Carl. He kills a lot of teams. Well, but he wanted yeah. to play with Carl. Yeah. It was it was it was noted that we should have drafted him, but no, no, no. Tibbs had to go defense and yeah. take that Dunn kid who's terrible. I mean, not even in the League. Hasn't been for a couple of years. So, yes, Todd, you're, you're nailed it. It is a point of concern. But those were games the Wolves were losing last year. Yeah. Team would sit their best player, rest. Now it's injury. I, I was going to tweet something out about um, Murray. was sit, Keegan Murray was sitting out for the Kings, and I was going to tweet out, oh, another star doesn't want to play against the Wolves. Yeah. Well, then they destroy us anyways because De'Aaron yeah. Fox is the star. He is, really. And he's ridiculous. Yeah, he's good. very good. And he's so casual about it, it's annoying. And Dantas Sabonis, oh, I like his game, too. His game is perfect to beat up. Yeah. Gobert. Yeah. And I think they're going to be a tough matchup. We got to pray that the Lakers or somebody knock them out early. Yeah. So that we, because we match up better against Denver than we do the Kings. Yeah. All right. I can go in anywhere with these yeah. Wolves. I've, I've watched almost everything, but now refing starts, Todd, this yeah. week. Yeah. So I won't get to watch as many Wolves games anymore because yeah. I'll be on the hardwood running. Me too. Jogging, not running. I'll yeah. be jogging out yeah. there. Yeah. There's yes. A... You'll be doing games as well. Yeah. Thursday's my first game. You're going to call a game for us uh, this Thursday, week. Thursday. Yeah. 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 Chuck's so. taking Tuesday. I'm going Thursday. I think yeah. to Minnewaska. Yeah. I believe. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that, getting back underneath the microphone. and. I'm glad it worked out yeah. that way because I don't think Chuck would have gone to Minnewaska. No, but I, I again, it's going to be a great game. Minnewaska yeah. Laker girls are very good. Yeah, I think Bold's got their hands um, their hands full here, and so it's going to be a fun season. So, yeah, yeah. are you? Uh, which game are you at? I've got a Cardinal home game uh, Thursday and Saturday. Saturday uh, already? This week. Yeah, early in the season. Saturday, three thirty okay. afternoon. That's your day off, Todd. Saturday game. Well, not this week. It isn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh, you go game. where the two. Yeah, and Matt Williams does the games with me. As soon as he sees the schedule, he says, yeah, I can't make that Saturday. Is he gone on Saturday? He's He has he coaches girls basketball. You're going to give him a free know. pass on that one, huh? Well, you know, it's kind of my I job. I think you have to. Yeah. It's okay. So you'll be solo? Solo yeah, show? Yeah, You're good. Solo. At, yeah. You can fill time. I, I did basketball by myself for many yeah, years. Yeah, you know how to fill yeah, a, I've, fill I've, a radio yeah, station. I've been for there sure. a time or two. So looking forward to it anyway, the uh, winter sports yeah. season. Uh, getting going here. Kent Maeda will not be a twin. We know that. He signed with the Tigers yesterday. No. Two years and $24 million. Hot stove is already happening? Oh, yeah. There's been several signings and trades already. Anything with Sonny Gray? Uh, no, nothing with him yet, although everything is pointing toward Atlanta. Uh, he and, gone, you're saying? Yeah, he's well, not. So this twins payroll thing is real? Yes, it is. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I am so disappointed in our front office yeah. and in our ownership. I know. Yep, that's so it, they run it like a business, whereas the San Diego ownership runs it like I just want to win. I don't care how much money I lose because uh, they are losing money with that massive payroll that they have, but they don't care. Uh, whereas the twins have always been run as a business that needs to show a profit. So that limits your payroll and amount you're going to spend when you do it that way. To a guy that has more money than he knows what to do with. I know. Like the fourth richest owner in baseball. Oh like my! Don't say that stuff yeah. on the air. We're going to get more angry than we already do. I but know. yet, here comes the you know pitchers and catchers report, and we'll get all excited again. <laughs> you know, because again, we're just we're just dumb animals Rubes. that just follow. Yeah, we'll just follow them no matter what. When we should be boycotting them, <laughs> we should be saying no. I'm not going to any Twins games. You're going to do this to us as a franchise. We're done. Yeah, we finally get a playoff yes. series victory. We're gaining momentum, and then you let your ace go, and then you let. 
You let your ace go and your, what it was, Kenta, number four starter? Eh, no, not that Five? He so you're injured. okay with it? Yeah, my ace going elsewhere is fine. I want Sonny Gray back. It doesn't appear so that's going to happen. So they'd better replace him. If they can bring in a guy, uh, you know, that replaces him, fine. But if they don't, then well, that they will. Him. Somebody who was injured, who had Tommy John surgery, and is not sure if he's uh, going to be healthy or not for the season. Chris Paddock is that guy. He could really be a good pitcher, though. This year, back from his second Tommy John surgery. Uh, Greg, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Have yeah. a great day. Greg Stone joining us here on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.